Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. I have a wonderful title for you and a wonderful message for you today. Life in abundance. Well, I think you're ready to hear this and you're happy to hear this, aren't you? I mean, who doesn't want to hear about life and abundance, about blessings? And today I want to talk to you about the blessings of God and how you can be a partaker of these blessings or how they can enter your life and how you can enjoy them to the fullest. And God has them for you. Jesus, he paid the price that all those blessings can flow into your life in every aspect of your life. It says in John chapter 10, verse 10. Now, of course, this is a very famous verse. It says, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. Well, that's the truth, isn't it? I never saw a thief come to put a TV into my house. No, he comes to steal that TV. You know, one time there was a man, he looked like a drunk and a beggar. Well, he looked like it, and he was laying on the steps of our home, and all we all felt such compassion for that man who fell asleep there in front of the home, and the neighbors, they went to bring him some food, But, you know, they found out that underneath his jacket, he had all the tools to break into the house, and he was laying there waiting for us to leave the home so he could break in and steal our valuables. And the Lord says here, Jesus says, the thief, he comes only, only to steal and kill and destroy. And, of course, this also resembles the devil who has come to steal and to kill and to destroy. And that's his mission on earth. That's his mission to the creation of God and also the children of God. He wants to steal your joy, your health, your peace. He wants to steal all the good things in your life, your children, your grandchildren, your marriage joy. He wants to steal it all, break it down. He wants to kill, bring death, and he wants to destroy In another translation, it says annihilate. He wants to annihilate, and that's exactly what he wants to do. But (laughs) I'm glad the second part of this verse, (laughs) and that's what we're speaking on today. But I, Jesus says, have come that they may have life and have it to the full, or that they may have life and abundance, or life in abundance. Oh, hallelujah. Well, let's quickly go to a story in Matthew chapter 8. And I just want to read verse 2 and 3 here. It says, A man with leprosy came and knelt before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. And Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. Oh, that's a miracle right there. And I am willing, Jesus said, be clean. And immediately he was cleansed of his leprosy. Well, this man, he had that terrible sickness, that terrible disease of leprosy that had come into his life. It had come into his body. It covered his whole body, and it made him unclean. It made him a danger for his loved ones, a danger for everyone else. It made him unholy also to come into the temple. And so the devil 
the thief came in and through this disease was able to destroy him, to steal from him, to steal his health, to steal his relationship with his family and his friends, to steal his money, and to even take away his hope. There was no more hope for this man, and actually he couldn't even come near to Jesus. No, they were supposed to stay at a distance. They were supposed to have a little bell and cry out and say, unclean, unclean, so that everybody could run away as they entered. Maybe they came to the well to take a sip of water, but nobody could speak to them. Nobody could come near to them. Nobody could touch them. What a terrible life. Sin has brought sickness and pain and sadness and depression and fear and anxiety and misery and death to mankind. Because of sin, the thief, the evil one, the devil, he is free to steal and to destroy and to kill. And so he came into the life of this man and he stole away everything and even his hope. How many people are living like this today? Maybe they don't have a physical leprosy, but the devil, the thief, was able to come into their life in one way or the other. And through that one way, that one thing, he was able to steal, steal their joy, steal their relationship, break up the marriage, break up the whole home. Oh, because of their misery, put misery in the children and into the grandchildren. Oh, he was able through that one thing. Maybe it was a sickness. Maybe it was a terrible debt. Maybe it was anger or unforgiveness, or you can name so many things that the thief uses as a tool to break into your life and to steal away what is good, what is joyful. Oh, what you need is a miracle, my dear friend. What this man needed, this leper, he needed a miracle. And he had heard about the miracles that Jesus had done. Oh, he had come to the faith that Jesus was able to do that miracle. He believed that Jesus was able to heal from leprosy. Who could heal from leprosy? No one could, but Jesus could. And he believed with his whole heart that Jesus could. And I hope and pray that you believe that Jesus can. He can destroy the works of the enemy in your life, in the lives of your loved ones. Oh, maybe your marriage is gone. Oh, maybe that has stolen your joy. But he is able to bring a turn in the events. And he is able to restore your joy. He is able to restore your health. He is able to restore your wealth. He is able to do it because he is the miracle worker. And so this leper, he believed and he came to Jesus in faith that Jesus could. But, but, yes, there's always that but. But he did not know if Jesus wanted to heal him. Oh, there is a difference in this. There is a difference in believing that Jesus can and believing that he wants to. Oh, but Jesus wants to, my dear friend. He has come to bring life and to bring life abundantly, and not just for a few elect, but he loves all of creation, no matter what your nationality is, 
no matter what your background is, no matter what your color is, no matter what you have done in the past, he wants to bring life to you. And he wants to bring abundance, abundance of joy, abundance of his blessings in every area and aspect of your life. Well, it's easy to believe that the sun can shine when the sun is shining. But when it's dark outside, you need faith to believe that the sun will shine again. If you believe that the sun will shine while he is shining, this is not faith. This is reasoning. This is intellect. This is living by sight. The sun is shining. What do you have to believe that it will shine? And so for you to believe that Jesus will bring life and abundance while you are living that life and you're living in abundance, well, that's not real faith, my dear friend. But while you have not, while you are in misery, that's the moment that faith needs to come up and rise up and believe that he is able to do it even if you don't see it. Let's read Romans chapter 1, verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew and then to the Gentile. What is the sum of the gospel? What is the gospel? The gospel, the essence of the gospel, it is Jesus, Jesus. What is the power of the gospel? It is Jesus, hallelujah. And this gospel is for everyone. It is for you. And the gospel is the good news. I am bringing you good news today. I'm bringing you the news that Jesus came to destroy the works of the evil one of the devil, and he has destroyed those works. I am here telling you that he came to set us free, and he did set us free. Hallelujah. He came to restore our relationship with our Heavenly Father, with God Almighty, and he has restored that relationship. He came to carry our debt to pay the price for our debt, to take our curse, our debt, and to pay it in full. And he has paid it in full, hallelujah, on the cross where he gave his life on your behalf. Oh, I'm telling you today, the gospel of Jesus Christ, and it's not coming out of me, it's out of the word of the Lord himself, that he has taken our diseases upon himself, and by his stripes we are healed, hallelujah, and yes, we are healed, hallelujah, we are delivered, and yes, there is a solution and an answer for every situation, oh, this man received, because Jesus said, I want to, yes, it is my will, I will it, oh, hallelujah, my dear friend, do you believe God is able to do it, yes, say amen, say amen, come on, shout it, amen, do you believe he is willing to do it? Oh, come on, shout another amen, and then receive today. Well, let me also go quickly to that story in Mark chapter 2, and let me just read verse 3, 4, and 5. It says, Some man came, bringing to him a paralyzed man, carried by four of them. And since they could not get to him, 
get to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and then lowered the mat the man was laying on. And when Jesus saw their faith, oh, I like that Jesus saw their faith. Faith is believing for what you can't see, but you can see faith. <laughs> you can't see what you're believing in, but you can see that you are believing. And Jesus saw their faith. And he said to the paralyzed man, son, your sins are forgiven. Yes, I like this story. Oh, there's so much to preach about in this story. You go and read it yourself and, and just feed on it today. It will bless you and help you. But we can see ourselves as this paralyzed man. Maybe you're not physically paralyzed, but something has paralyzed you. Maybe fear, fear because of all the terrible news that's going on on the media today. And don't believe everything you're hearing, you're reading. But still, there's a lot of evil, terrible things happening in the world. And if I did not believe in God, I would be so fearful and frightful today for my future, for my children and grandchildren. But praise God, I have put my trust upon him. But fear can paralyze us. Sickness can paralyze us, and not just sickness in the body, but a broken heart, a broken mind. So many people are living under the weight and the pressure of our time, and they're just paralyzed. Oh, there are other things maybe in your business that have paralyzed you. Maybe a business deal gone wrong, and now you are paralyzed, and you don't know what to do anymore. So this man, he was physically handicapped. He was paralyzed in his body. But the real problem was deeper. And the real miracle Jesus wanted to do for him was something that was far more valuable, and it was deeper. Oh, so many times we in our life, we have found a solution for the visible things that were wrong in our life. But it did not take the problem away. It helped us for a day, for a month, for a moment. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. So many that are listening right now. Oh, you went to church and the pastor prayed for you for the physical thing. And it helped you to get through to the next month. But it didn't take away the root in your life. It was deeper, the root. It was somewhere else. And so it came back again, maybe in a different form, in a different shape, but still it came back into your life. Another problem is there, but it's from the same root. And Jesus saw this man and he saw the problem. And so the first thing that he says to that man is, your sins are forgiven. The man couldn't help himself. No, he couldn't help himself. Physically, he could never come to Jesus because he was paralyzed. But also, he could not help himself with his sin problem. No, there was no way, no ritual, no price he could pay to deliver him of that sin. And Jesus, he saw that man. He saw the need of that man. He saw the man could not help himself physically but he also saw the deeper problem. Oh, I'm talking about blessings today. Jesus came to give you life, give it in abundance. He wants to give that life in abundance. And maybe you are focused on the outside, the visible, but Jesus, he sees the root of the matter. 
He sees the obstacle that is there, that is keeping you from your flow of blessings, that's keeping you from your healing, that's keeping you from the abundance. Oh, we want a quick answer, a quick solution. We want a visible answer. But Jesus saw, oh, I can heal this man, send him home, but he will still be lost. Or I can do the grand thing. I can do the mighty thing. I can do what nobody expects, what nobody sees, what they cannot even believe that I can do because they got quite upset when Jesus said to the man, your sins are forgiven. All people got quite upset because they said, who can forgive of sin? Who can forgive of sin? Oh, hallelujah. This is the gospel, the gospel truth that Jesus forgives of all sins because of the blood that he shed on Calvary's cross for you and for me. Hallelujah. And so Jesus said to this man, your sins are forgiven. And then the second thing that he says is, rise up, take your bed and go home. And Jesus is saying the same to you and to me. He is telling us our sins are forgiven. Let's believe that today. Oh, that when we come to him and we repent and we say, Lord, Oh, do that grand miracle in me. I believe that you died for me, that you rose out of the grave, that you are the master, the Lord over sin and death. Oh, let's believe that because he died on our behalf, all oh, that blood still cleanses us today of all sins. But then the Lord says also to us, now rise up, rise up. Oh, he could say, but Lord, I can't. Lord, I can't. Or he could believe that word. Oh, I don't know if he felt a rush in his body or not. We are waiting for a physical touch or, or, or something we can feel or see. But I believe many times you don't feel or see a thing. But still, the power is there. Still, the healing is there. Will you take it or not? Will you believe Christ on his word or not? Oh, my dear friend, believe his word. He is telling you today, now rise up. Rise up out of that situation. Rise up out of that depression. Rise up out of that sickness. Rise up out of that marriage problem. Rise up out of that business problem. Rise up. Take your bed up and go home and walk and believe that all things will be wonderfully well because I, the Lord, am with you and I, the miracle worker, will do what needs to be done, what is impossible for you to do to bring you out because I have promised you life and I have promised you abundance. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus did something different than the man expected, but what Jesus did all made him whole. It touched him, soul, body, spirit, and every area and aspect of his life. And that's just what Jesus wants to do for you. It might be different than what you expect or in a different way, but it will make you whole. It will touch you, soul, body, and spirit, and every area and aspect of your life. Also now, in the name of Jesus, Father, you see those listeners who need forgiveness, Forgive them of their sins. You see those that need deliverance, deliver them right now. Oh, heal them right now. Touch them in the very area that they need a touch. They have heard your word. I don't need to pray a long prayer right now, but Lord, in the same words, I speak the word of Jesus to you right now, my dear listener. Believe that your sins are forgiven and rise up 
and take your bed and walk in Jesus' name in whatever area this is of relevance. I believe it right now. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 